All right. Our second live. Try to make this a regular Saturday thing. Give everybody a few seconds to sort out their lives. I realize it's a bit early on a Sunday morning, 9.02. Dealing with some uh, couple technical issues. Uh, I want to give a big shout out to uh, everybody that's traveling to AHR. I wish I could be there. I absolutely wish I could be there, but that whole international border thing is uh, a bit trepidatious at the moment, no matter what you do. So uh, I'm home. I'm stuck at home for until the governments of the world pull their heads out of their butts. That's just how that goes. Um, and so if you missed the last one, we did it with, uh, it was totally unscripted and unplanned. I came on here to rant about losing my account and uh, Turbo jumped in and we went, uh, we went for an hour. As, as, as everybody that follows Turbo's knows, like he can just, he can rant for months and months and months. So, um, we're gonna, I don't know how long this one's gonna go. I got, uh, Isaiah, Peter, and Brooke. Uh, looks like, uh, Pete's ready to go. Isaiah, uh, you know, it's funny. I have to be the technical, uh, guru. Uh, Isaiah was on his way out to the barn to shoot the live. I'm like, dude, you don't have to come out to the barn. Just do it from home. Oh, so. He might be a bit late. Let me just see if we can, or if we can bring in Pete. One. Target. Oh, there's Pete. What's up? Uh, did I get Brooke? Oh, here comes Brooke. Oh. Is it technology amazing? Can you hear us well? I can hear you. Okay, let's check it. What's, uh, you got some bad uh, going on in your background there, bro? Yes. Cut it off. Cut it off. Oh. <laughs> Uh, 
want to check my uh so that going for you guys yeah yes not for me maybe it's me i'll get some headphones can i mute myself yeah hey i'll be right back oh
you can see his big smile there. He's, we don't really throw around the compliments all that much. It's a baker, uh, family plumbing business. <laughs> Occasionally we do, yes. So Isaiah's doing great, and uh, and uh, the the deal is, and I'll say it to anybody that that'll listen. Uh, once I we paid for everything to get him through school, he now owes me five years of uh, indentured servitude, which is how the plumbing trade started. You are an indentured servant until your time served, and then you become your own man. So he is, uh, are you one year in yet? The one year? No. Uh, yeah, one year, yeah, like, one, uh, year. one year and a couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah, four years left. Nice. And then he can do whatever the hell he wants. Okay, Pete, <laughs> tell us your That's story. What, what's your story? Uh... Well, it's kind of a lot similar to Isaiah's. Uh, I first started plumbing, I guess, when I was in my teen years, 16 or 17, when I went to take the kid to work day. And I remember uh, I had other plans. I wanted to go to uh, school to be a cop, uh, be a criminal investigative agent. Um, that was my plan back then. And when I first started working for Dad, I didn't really enjoy it. I thought it was hard work. I didn't know what I was doing. I got yelled at a lot. Uh, I was always being told what to do because I didn't really understand all the stuff that we were working on. So uh, I did that with my dad for a while, and then I got enrolled in the rap program just to do it, you know, uh, spend my time wisely, I guess. And then when I was 19, I left and served a mission for my church and did that for uh, 19 months. And then when I got back... Um, there was nothing really else to do. I couldn't go to school because everything was shut down. And so I started working for my dad pretty consistently. Um, and I guess I should say also before my mission, I went to uh, state for a year, took a year of plumbing school. And like Isaiah, I also met a lot of weird characters there, as there is <laughs> a lot of old men that were changing careers and deciding to become a plumber. Isn't that crazy? 50. Yeah. Like, that's the crazy part of it. Like, People think that it's like a bit of a, you know, that we're over, we're exaggerating that there's no one going into the trade. But there are no young people, like very few yeah. young people. When Isaiah went and Peter went to school, like they were by far the youngest. And oh, I mean, yeah. there might have been a couple, you know, three or maybe a handful that were three or four years older. And then there's dudes my age that were <laughs> whatever they were before that and decided that they needed to get their ticket. So once they get their ticket, they got like what? Five, six, maybe a decade left in their, um, of working before they're done. So yeah. you young, yeah, young, if you want to get into this thing, I've told the boys forever, if there's money to be made and opportunity to be had. Sorry, Pete, will you continue? No, that's right. I, I no, no, no. I I got more stuff to say. <laughs> I guess it's funny. Yeah, I was like, I'm sure it was the same for Isaiah, but I was the youngest by like ten years in my class because everybody was. Anyway, there's a lot of people changing, having been like midlife crisis and settling on plumbing. Anyway, uh, so that's what I did before my mission, and I started to enjoy it because as I was working with my dad, I started to be able to understand certain things. To a degree, I still had a lot of learning to do, but I was able to, you know, do certain things by myself and be engaged with the customer and be able to, 
I guess, be the superhero that is service plumbers, saving the day, all that good stuff. And I started to enjoy it. And that happened more as I worked uh, throughout COVID. And uh, I'm currently in my second year. I still have a long way to go. I'm, I'm not able to go to school at the moment with the craziness that is the world right now. So I'm just kind of working and living my best life and doing what I can to help the business. And I honestly, I'm loving it. Like, I think it's great working with um, my brother and my dad. Uh, as uh, people are probably aware, working as a family is an interesting dynamic, having, uh, I guess, work come home with you every single day, but it's a lot of fun and I enjoy it and I plan to uh, pursue it to its fullest measure, I guess. So that's my story. I'm excited. Some, somebody asked where you <laughs> went on your mission, Pete. Uh, I went to the Philippines. And I give, spoke us, to give, us, uh, give us a greeting in Filipino. Oh, man. Magandang umaga. Ako po si Peter. Masaya ko na makita kayong lahat dito. I don't think so we have any Filipinos. <laughs> <laughs> We're, we, I keep trying to convince them that we need to take over, like, the Filipino. There, there are a lot of Filipino immigrants in, uh, in Calgary, and they're fantastic people. And I tell them that we need to somehow corner that market because he's the only dude that was, uh, he can, like, you just saw, whatever the hell he just said. It sounds like, Nobody knows sounds like uh, gibberish, but uh, it's right there. He's Filipino. Oh, yeah, so he's Filipino. I can't even talk can't it. Speak. That was awesome. So <laughs> <laughs> well, you say you can speak be- more, better Filipino than a Filipino? Yes, some Filipinos. Well, we is Kevin Donovan. Guizzi, what's, is he Filipino? Guzzi? Yeah, Guzzi. Good morning, I'm Peter. Something, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got the first bit. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. I didn't know he's Filipino. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, now to Young Brooke. What's your story, Brooke? Give us the whole thing. The whole thing. Um, well, like my two brothers, I went to take a kid to work day with my dad. Um, kid to work day is, is like life-changing. Let me just jump in there, Brooke. So <laughs> all you guys that have little tiny toddlers and stuff, or little tiny kids, you've got to take your kids and take your kid to work day. It'll change their lives. For better or for worse, you decide. Yeah. Sorry, Brooke. Um, yeah, all I did was unplug a sink and unscrew something in the ceiling. <laughs> That's all I did. And then I went to play volleyball. <laughs> so, That's true. You, is, what are you talking about? I have That's pictures. all I remember. <laughs> you, did the, you replaced the furnace floor? Remember? In that dude's nope. house? I have nope. pictures. And uh, you yeah, also unplugged un- un- that sink with the like the clog boss. I know you made that. me smile. I made you smile for that one. You weren't happy about that. One. <laughs> it was yeah. so bad. There was a, so she did a couple calls. Uh, apparently, it wasn't as influential. My as she said. Okay, sorry. Yeah. But I started to get into the trade. Um right as COVID started. So I haven't gone to school yet, but I have gone on a couple calls. I went uh, with both of my brothers to do some work up north, and that was great. I cut some pipe because I'm the rookie, and I get to do all the fun jobs. 
Uh, I, also, <laughs> I also don't have the right equipment to do plumbing at the moment because I haven't gone to school, so I burned my foot also up there. That was great, so I went. <laughs> I remember um, that. <laughs> but yeah, I'm waiting to get into school um, while this COVID is going on, so we're going to see where that goes. Yeah. Well, tell them what you did last. What was your? What were you doing last fall, let's say, just before Christmas? Give them your little story. Uh, for Christmas, I was playing basketball for State. Um, we had a couple games. It was super fun. I missed playing while COVID, the first year COVID went by when we weren't able to play at all. Um, so that was, like, super exciting to do. I was taking business. Don't take business. It's super boring. It's literally the worst thing I've ever done in my entire life. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, all we did <laughs> was a bunch of like Excel sheets and Word documents and give presentations. It was super dumb. Uh, not interesting at all. Um, but yeah, basketball, that was cool. And how, was, um, how did your basketball career go? Yeah, didn't uh, you break some records? Yeah, what happened? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> um, I was the leading scorer in Alberta. Uh, in the right. province, I don't know how it was nationwide. I didn't really check, but it was pretty cool. Being uh, the college leader in points, minutes, and free throw percentage. Um, that was pretty dope. I was doing super well, uh, which is unfortunate that COVID was, uh, had to bring that to an end. But, yeah. Omicron. Omicron. Omicron, yes. Devastated. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My bad. Devastated everything. Next one's Megatron variant. Yeah. You can't you can't say code on here, man. We're gonna get like canceled. Right. We're My all bad. gonna get removed. <laughs> yeah, we're all gonna get blocked again. Crazy. Okay, so gimme what's everybody I'll start with Isaiah because he'll have more, but what's your what's your best and your worst plumbing story, Isaiah? Oh, Where, what yeah. job did you do that you thought we were just like, yes, I, I've made it. And then what job did you actually either freak you out or uh, was just awful from beginning to end? Well, my favorite job um, is probably troubleshooting and honestly just flushing those Navians because it's the easiest and it makes you look the best because you come in there with your... <laughs> four tools and everyone is super impressed that <laughs> you work on um, the boilers with six tiny things. And I mean, it's not hard to impress people who have no idea what they're looking at, but um, <laughs> my worst ever plumbing call was the one at uh, one of our restaurants in Chinook mall. Um, it was, the, it was the day we got the um, 5208 from rigid. Um, I was, sitting at a mop sink for probably six hours trying to unclog it and uh, yeah ended up spending eight hours like an entire day in front of that mop sink hunched over <laughs> trying to get it got it eventually and it was a it was a rag that someone had decided to shove down their two inch line but that was my worst that was the worst one just because of how long it took <laughs> yeah, it was a bad one. So we had and we had a drum machine that Isaiah was working for that period of time, and it just it didn't have the the 
muscle to push through. It was way out there. I think we were at, what, 80 feet or so? Yeah, that was very <laughs> And if you know anything about those drum machines, uh, they're super powerful within the first, you know, 20 to 30 feet. But after that, they start to lose their jam. And so, yeah, that's the day that I went and bought the uh, Rigid 5208. And, uh, yeah, it, uh, it, how long did it take you once you got that section? Like 45 minutes, <laughs> not even. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Time to string the line out. Yeah, no, it was uh, it was fantastic, and it's been a it's been a fa fantastic piece of our uh, arsenal ever since. So, oh, those are good ones. Okay, Pete, how about you? Uh, I have one that comes to mind for bad. I there's no really, I guess, specific one that comes to mind for good because there's a lot of jobs that I guess <laughs> they're all bad. <laughs> <laughs> Not all of them are bad, but you know, the good ones are they. They happen a lot, but it's usually something uh, like small, I guess, like a plug drain or we're installing a new hot water tank or a boiler or something like that. And like that stuff like goes well, but it doesn't really stick out because it's nothing like it's it's it kind of routine, well. I guess. <laughs> yeah, it goes well, so it doesn't really stick out. Uh, but uh, yeah, you know, I guess I should say one of the best things about plumbing and I guess one of the best things that I enjoy about plumbing is fixing somebody's issue and uh, saving the day, I guess, you know, like I said earlier, being the, the superhero, I suppose, yeah. you know, whether that's a backed up restaurant or uh, no hot water or, uh, and I, I should admit, you know, the no hot water calls, the few that I've been to, I've, there's been many phone calls with Bob and figuring it out, but still figuring out somebody's issue that they don't know how to fix is uh, really special. But uh, I guess a bad story that happened to me, um, it was again at one of our restaurants and it was a clogged drain and it was the one just downtown. I guess I shouldn't say the name of the customer, but you guys will know it. It's uh, in their mechanical room. They have a clean out up in the ceiling area in their uh, basement mechanical room that, that yeah. serves their bottle room. You guys know what yeah, I'm yeah. talking about, right? <laughs> so I was up there with the rigid super V and uh, this was probably when I was 18 or whatever. And I had already been up in the bottle room for a couple hours with the, uh, the 5208 trying to get it, but I couldn't get it because the pipe had actually, um, I guess, beveled itself. And so it was plugged and I went up there with the super V and I was up in the ceiling space, kind of, uh, balancing myself on some pipes and whatever I probably should have been standing on. And I had the super V right by my face. And when I first pulled the trigger, it pulled so hard that I smacked myself right in the top of the head <laughs> and left a, <laughs> a big uh, red mark. Anyway, so that happened. And then later on in the job, when I actually got it unplugged, I could hear the water rushing from all the way down the pipe once I got it unplugged. And it just fountained out of the clean out right into my face and got stuff everywhere. It was disgusting. It covered the room. It covered me. Anyway, I'm sure I could find some pictures, but it was really gross. And it was awful. And I stunk. But I got it unplugged. That's the initiation, right? That's when you finally crossed over into the trade. <clears throat> and if you can, and if you can come home from that day and and not uh, want to quit, then you got the muster yeah. to uh, <laughs> muster to be a plumber. And that's what Peter just described is exactly how the pr apprenticeship works. You work with someone close for a while, and then you work in the same uh, location for a while, where they can come and consult about what they're doing and then sort of the next step is the phone calls 
and uh, and then the odd tech, and then you're sort of off on your own doing your own thing and uh, being able to troubleshoot that stuff all by yourself. George of the Jungle thinks you did a great job. Pete. I saw that. <laughs> Thanks, George. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Brooke. Best and worst. Um. <laughs> I think they were in the same call that I went to with Isaiah and Peter. <laughs> uh, the best part, I would say, would be driving that, I don't know what it's called, the little lift thing that lifted you to the ceiling. That was fun. And, <laughs> and then when Isaiah taught me how to solder a uh, pipe until I burned my foot, that was fun. I enjoyed doing that. And um, <laughs> the worst part was cutting the pipe. That sucked. My like, <laughs> it took me so long to slice the pipe and whatever. Half the yep. students. In her defense, it as much experience as all you guys. What's that? Uh, what, what were you what were you what were you cutting? Pipe. I don't know some copper pipe. Copper. What type? Pipe. What type? Pipe. Yeah. <laughs> L. L. Yeah. Just and I had to latch this stupid thing on and twist it like fifty times for it to slice. Yeah. Yep. The developed grip. The worst. Poor brothers. Your mean brothers. That's that's fantastic. So tell me what you guys think about the convoy. Ooh. Oh, oh who wants to start? Let's go! That's <laughs> yeah, it. awesome. <laughs> it's great to see people from all walks of life come together uh, in support of each other. Like All I've seen is nothing but positivity uh, coming from that group and the people on the way, on the overpasses, everyone just, yeah, coming together. It's awesome. It's about yeah. time. <laughs> it is about it's time. It's about right? damn time. I'm driving around the country out here. There's uh, tractors and signs and flags up everywhere, and uh, it's fantastic. I think it's uh, it's a movement that has been a long time coming. Like what is like what is this? What are these things done to you personally? Like have they affected your well-being? Like the convoy, you mean? No, no, no. Like, the the restrictions. The oh, Rona. yeah, of course. Yeah, yes. It's affected everybody, I feel like. Even the people can't who are down with it. You know what I mean? Can't go to school. Can't work properly. Can't go you know, into can't play basketball. Can't go into bowling alleys. Yeah. With yeah. certain paperwork. I haven't gone out to eat in two years. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy, right? And uh, yeah. they just canceled all their home games. The Calgary Board of Education just canceled all of the youth basketball. It's uh, it's bananas. So what do you think? I mean, you're. I've said it before. I'm the old man. Nobody cares what I think. <laughs> what is what is your? I mean, the, the politicians will tell everybody that they're doing this for you guys. Yeah. Not for me. They don't care about me. There they are. Uh, <laughs> and so what do you do I, about that? I mean, it's one thing to sit here and bitch about it, 
What do you, what do we, what do we do about it? Is there anything well, to I be went, done about it? I went to the rally yesterday with some friends and there was a ton of people there. Uh, like the person who was organizing it thinks there was about four or 5,000 people marching, which wasn't as much as last fall or whatever. They had like 10,000 people there, but we, some people were talking to the cops and the cops were like, yeah, we think there's like 600 or so people here. And so like they have such a misconstrued view of how many people are actually against it. You know what I mean? And they, I feel like they do that on purpose to make you feel alone. Like we went to a restaurant afterwards, after the rally, we went to, I, I would say, but a restaurant just off McLeod Trail with my buddies after we had, you know, marched in the rally and we're like, uh, we, we told the lady at the front, we're not, we don't have QR codes, but we still want to eat here and support your business. And the lady's like, okay, I'm with you. Let me go talk to my manager. She went to go talk to her manager, brought her out and we explained the situation. We said, we don't have vaccine passports. Uh, we're not going to wear a mask, uh, but we want to eat here and support your business. And she said, you know what? Okay, that's fine. We'll sit you. And they sat us down and they didn't, you know, they didn't uh, ask for anything from us. And I feel like that's, if, if people just start, saying no and expressing their views out to other people and stopping so scared about it, then I feel like things will change. You know what I mean? Cause I feel like the majority of us are on the same page with this, but the media and the politicians make it seem the other way around. So that's what I think. Yeah. We just need to express our opinions and be honest about it. Yeah. It's all, it has to be and always should be about your ability to make choices. Um, whether you're for, um, uh, the V or not, it makes it really makes no difference. Please, if you want to get it, by all means, get it. But the mm -hmm. line in the sand and the line that we have to chisel out is when I tell you to do something and you have no choice. I mean, you guys yeah. have your, you know, like you say, we've made some allusions to it. You know, I've got some questions coming in here. Um, you know, working for me is a bit. Uh, of a theocracy, right? Like I say what happens and you guys go off and do it. But that doesn't, you know, and, and we've had, you know, intense discussions about how I think things should be done after the fact. But that doesn't negate your ability in those moments to make those decisions, does it? Like you still are like, and I've said it to you before, like I just said, uh, you know, we had that problem freaking uh, uh, two days ago. I'm like, you got to explain to me why you did that. And if it makes sense, then I'll side with you. But if it doesn't make sense, and you're going back on your own accord, on your own dime, and you're fixing it. So right. the, the, the joy of the apprenticeship, the joy of the plumbing world, and we're – Sometimes you get this crazy, um, you know, on the, inter on the internet, people are, you know, ah, you're doing it the wrong way. And I'll use dope and tape as an example because it's ridiculous. You know, uh, whether you put dope on, they, they turned, like, literally people, you know, said ridiculous things to me because that's how I've done it forever. And it makes, like, once you, ma it's like making a, do you put your peanut butter on the left side of the bread or the right side of the bread and the jam? Like once you smash it together and eat it, it's all just one big congealed mess in your gut. It's no different when when you're, you know, doing your, uh, you know, date or dope and dope and tape or tape dope and dope. 
right? <laughs> it doesn't make, like people get hung up on that stuff. Um, and we, the, the joy of, of plumbing is there's a million ways to skin those cats, a million ways to do a job. And my way is not the right, always the right way. You guys are certainly, as you mature in the trade, you, Isaiah and Peter and Brooke, like you'll be able to make those decisions of your own accord and make your own mistakes. The problem that I see with what's happening in the world is that there are a group of people that are deciding what's best for us as an entire group. And it yeah. just doesn't work that way. They, I mean, the mantra ought to be, you guys go live out the best lives you can. And as long as you're not violating codes, and as long as you're not putting people's, uh, you know, um, endangering lives, which I realize is a loaded statement given what we're talking about. <laughs> uh, do whatever the hell you want. Support your family, you know, look after those that are important to you and move on. That's how mm -hmm. plumbing works, right? You do this. If you, as long as you stay within these guidelines, everything will be fine. We can debate, debate the nuances and the, uh, you know, the ins and outs, the, you know, the tiny details of, of why we do certain things a certain way. But mm -hmm. for those groups of people to come down so heavy-handed, and say this is how this has got to work um, is absolutely, in my view, absolutely wrong. And it's you guys that need to voice that and and be brave enough to uh, be those voices of listen. This is ridiculous. Not only do we not agree with it, but we're not going to vote for you, and and we're going to go to protests, and we're going to support the convoys, and we're going to, you know, um, support our rights to make our own choices without. Yeah, I don't know how they can dismiss this one because it's so big. You know what big. I mean? If they do what they say they're going to do and not, like, they're saying they're not going to learn, they're not going to leave until, you know, uh, changes are Something made. Something changes, yeah. I think, it, I think it's fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, been talking like I usually do. Um, <laughs> any other questions on that? Somebody wants, somebody's available for hire. Just, yeah, I saw that. You have a job application in the like, comments. You, you guys are, uh, <laughs> you guys are, uh, you know, got to step up your game. We'll, uh, we'll you consider your guys. application iTech Plumbing when uh, B and Isaiah are hiring, when dad retires. <laughs> 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 Uh, I did. I did go on a mission. I went to uh, Columbus, Ohio. I was there from um, when was I there from? Uh, Eighty-nine to ninety-one, before any of this existed. <laughs> anyway, uh, anything else you guys want to chat about? Anything on your mind, Isaiah? Well, no. no? <laughs> you good? Yeah. Um, Pete? Uh, yeah, just what I said earlier. I feel like it's time to, for people to stop being so quiet about it because obviously the uh, majority is very silent and the minority of people who are for all this BS are very loud. And, you know, as we've seen in the last two years, the louder they are, the more we think that we're alone. And it's time for people to start um, 
Everybody in this chat, all you 11 people, <laughs> it's time for you to they've been, start they've been speaking filtering your mind. In and out. They've been filtering in and out. <laughs> yeah, no. How about, they, how about, that's what I mean. Yeah. That's all I have to say. How about you, bro? No, I got nothing. No, you were just doing this like you were stressed about something. No, I'm just laughing at this dude in the comments. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I will, I'll say this. What's that? Did my phone loading? I can't see anything. Oh, well. uh, so I'll say this, and then we'll wrap it up. Um, it's been interesting to see. You know, we've been taught and told for it's certainly the last decade or more what. Um, the uh, liberal ideology stands for. It stands for peace, it stands for love, it stands for inclusion, it stands for tolerance, it stands for, you know, uh, safe spaces, and um, just you, you, everybody's welcome. One big tent. Everybody, just, we just love everybody. And I think what this, what this last two years has revealed <laughs> that all of that stuff, certainly from my view, is, is BS. They don't believe that stuff. They believe, do what we say, uh, do as you're told, get into line, don't make any noise, um, and, and, and we'll reward you with a pat on the head like, like you're a, like you're a pet. You know? Yeah, and a donut yeah. or a hamburger and fries. So I do hope that what's happening here in the last, we'll say, four or five months is sort of the curtain being pulled back on that agenda of this is what we are, this is what we say we are, but this is what we really are behind the scenes is, it's, you know, it's a strong word and it's certainly up for debate, but it's totalitarian. Do what I say or you'll be punished. And that has no place in a civilized society as far as I'm concerned. So that's you our. Uh, you'll get a hundred dollar gift card, right? That's a good idea. <laughs> or even, and the problem is, is even the people that have done everything that they've said, lock and step with whatever the government has said, are you know, uh, um, the basketball seasons are canceled. The you know you you, know, you still um, have to quarantine when you cross the borders. Like it's insane what the the level of involvement that the uh that the the government is is thinks they have the right to do so mm -hmm. i realize that's a bit far from the plumbing world but that's that's the world that we live in like i said at the beginning we wanted this uh barn banter to be just raw and real what we think and what we do and and uh i hope it's uh, i felt like it was pretty raw and real yeah. I hope it, hopefully it wasn't too acidic for some of you out there. <laughs> you know. Anyway, last thoughts, Brooke? That she's looking at her phone? No, she's done. Pete? Uh, nope, I think I've said what I need to say. Is that? Yeah, no, good. Just love to everybody, man. Love to love everybody. everybody. It's about uh, time you got something? Go ahead. No, it's, yeah, it's about time that everyone just comes together. And, I mean, listen, the government
government and the politicians and the corporations can divide people all they want, but we're all we're all one people. And you, I mean, yeah, you can't tell people what to do, no matter who you are. No, <laughs> no. True. Okay, Pete, give us something. Uh, give us a a uh, goodbye in uh, Tagalog. In Tagalog. Okay. Uh, ayan. Salamat sa pagsali nyo sa aming live ngayon at kitikis tayo next week. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, so next week right. is going to be uh, you guys can chip off if you want. Next week is going to be Tilco uh, Sparky. We're going to talk about uh, physical and mental well-being. Uh, he's an electrician out of Texas. Um, and I think it'll be an excellent conversation. I've known him and conversed with him for probably four or five years now on Instagram. So anyway, uh, a good guy. I uh, look forward to that chat. And uh, that's it for, uh, I wasn't bad, 45 minutes of, uh, yeah. of uh, barn banter. Barn, barn banter. <laughs> All right. Everybody be safe. We're going to post this to our YouTube channel, Baker Plumbing, on YouTube. You're welcome to uh, like, subscribe, and follow. For more content. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, and subscribe for more content. Subscribe to our Patreon page. <laughs> no, no, there's no Patreon. No, oh, there's no Patreon. No, we're out. All right, too bad. All right. <laughs> Talk bye. to you later, boys. Thank you. See you, dudes. Uh, how do I leave? <laughs>